Welcome to the latest edition of the Wrestles, Wrestle Ropes podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm remembering, I've done like eight recordings in the last two weeks. Uh, this is the first Wrestle Ropes podcast of 2022. And uh, I've drummed Kyle Watt back in. Obviously, the, the meme, uh, the guy from the meme himself, uh, he's, he's here. Welcome aboard, Kyle. Thank you for having me. Um, it's nice being a, a real life meme now. Um, as, as you can see, I haven't got any more professional with my intros, even though my setup looks a bit better now. Uh, it's, of course, if you if you listen to this, you know what the show is going to be about. Uh, one, because Kyle's on, and two, it'll say the title somewhere in the video or in the audio. It's Wrestle Zone. Get confused that Wrestle Ropes. Wrestle Zone Summerhill Showdown 2022 happening this Saturday at the Summerhill Hotel, Sure Hotel, Best Western Hotel. I'm not sure what it's called. I'm going to put the postcode into the sat nav and. Kelly's going to drive because I'm driving in Aberdeen. Hate the place. Uh, the only good thing about it is is going to the wrestling. Um, so yeah, we're going to go through the show, go through other things, go through the last show which I didn't attend because I'm the worst, and and all that fun stuff. So, uh, how how you doing? How you doing in general? Not bad, mate. Not bad. Um, it feels like it's been ages since the last show. Like. And obviously you weren't there, right? So it feels even longer because you decided to go to Elgin. Um, but yeah, it, it feels it's only been a month, right? Or less than a month, or no, over a month. But it feels like it's been so long since the last show. Um, Gar's been choking for it, so I'm very excited. Very excited for Saturday. I know it's 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 right. I'll, I will clear this up now. I went to the Elgin show. I live in Elgin. That's why I went to the Elgin show. It's not some special tra- trip I made. To, to go to it it's such, if, if I go out the door here and go maybe 100 yards maybe 100 300 yards as the crow flies that's where it was that's where the show was so it made sense for me to go and then I went to the show and I regretted every single moment but you know it was it was it was wrestling but no I, I am I am hashtag cancelled now um, I'm going to be I've got my disguise uh, prepared just in case um I'm just, I'm just wishing, I'm just hoping that Scotty gets his Poundland uh, Braveheart t-shirt, uh, sorry, Poundland Bret Hart t-shirt uh, in time, and I'll be able to wear that and just just go as Dave Lowe uh, for, the, for the show. I'm, I'll I mean, be the second worst person in the world. I mean, Poundland Braveheart would probably be an upgrade. Let's be honest. I know. I was, oh God, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a fine show, but every time you you gave me an update, I was like, I, I regret every single thing about not going to Christmas Chaos. Um, but the only thing that came out of it good at my end was I was able to, to zoom in on Adam's picture and we got the meme. You did get the meme. That's is, a good point. It, it's it's the only good, it's the only shining light of Christmas Chaos for me is I, I, I got that. Um, how was the show? I mean, I know that, of course, we'll give you a plug for the K&K Wrestle Factory because, uh, you know, it's your podcast as well. That you're co-host of with uh, Mickey Vagel's number one fan. First mentioned Mickey Vagel. Mickey Vagel's number one fan, Kaylee. Um, so in general, though, how how was it? How was it getting up there? How was it just the atmosphere of Christmas chaos? Um, I mean, it was freezing, which was the the first point to make. Because um, I think it was just after like the massive like storms and stuff. I know that Mark had no power in his house for like a week and a half just before the show. So it was around about that time, so it was absolutely freezing. Um, getting up was all right, you know. We travelled three hours. I know that you can't travel from Elgin, but that's, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, the, the show was good. Um, 
I, I think most of the guys have spoken about it now have kind of said the crowd were just a bit iffy and not really into it 100%. Probably down to how cold it was for the most part. Um, and again, outside of... Uh, it, it, you didn't really see as much regular as I noticed as well, um, for whatever reason. Uh, so again, it was just one of those shows that... Uh, the show itself was good, but I think the, the crowd weren't 100% into it, uh, which was sad because some of the stuff they did was amazing. Uh, I did like the fact that half the crowd were just walking out past the ring as they did the whole Damien Zack Dynamite stuff at the end, which was funny. Cameron's like, sit down, please sit down, uh, as they just literally walked in the middle of it all. But yeah, well, Sears Boat getting bundled past as, uh, as, as Brad was brawling. Uh, just see <laughs> folks going, fuck's sake. Like the show's not over until till Martin does the big goodbyes. So sit your arse down until then. So what what do you do? Beat the traffic. <laughs> well that's the thing, right? Like the show doesn't finish until all the wrestlers are back through the curtain, as far as I'm concerned. Do you know what I mean? Like anything could happen as it was shown there. Um so yeah, I d I don't I don't get it. It wasn't even like like you said, it's not even like a busy place. Like it's it's Dainston. Like there's what, a couple hundred people coming out of the community centre? It's not going to be, not going to be chockable. Be fine. I, mean, I don't even know. I've, I've never been to the venue, so I, I was the other thing. Not they put me off. I literally couldn't go through. I didn't have a car, and I wasn't like circumnavigating buses. I was like, oh, no, need to spend my time on the bus. I mean, I know you do, like almost exclusively for coming up to shows, uh, because you know, uh, three hours from from uh, down there, down that, that other place, and yeah, I, just, I I wasn't I wasn't up for it. So yeah, Elgin it was, and yeah, they're still putting the matches out on on their their YouTube and like folk hyping. Well, some of the wrestlers hyping up their matches, and one hyped up their match. I won't name them because you know that seems a bit cruel. But if you read my review, you'll know which one is. Um, hyped up as like, oh, great match. I was looking at it going, it wasn't it was bad. <laughs> Not a good match. Stop lying. <laughs> You've got three gifts. Two look good. That's about it. That's all there was in that whole match. It was, it was, it was yeah, bang average. Uh, but no, that'll be my plug for the review. So if you want to go check out the W3L uh, Elgin review, uh, you can find out why I got cancelled because I attended that event. Um, but anyway, this is a WrestleZone podcast. This is, well, yeah, we're going to speak about WrestleZone. So we'll get into the show then um, and we'll, we'll go through the matches, see see what we like, see what we're, we're up for, see what wild theories we have. That, that won't happen or may happen. Who knows? Ooh, geez. Um, so we'll start with the pre-show. So like I was saying, it is at um, a Summerhill, Summerhill Best Western Hotel, Summerhill in Aberdeen. So Summerhill Showdown is one of the big shows that uh, wrestling do a year. So they've got their big, I think they've got now big seven. So it's like, oh, Jesus. Uh, so they've got uh, Summerhill, Regal Rumble, Anarchy, Battle of Nations, Halloween hijinks, Christmas Chaos. That's the kind of year. Your big heavy hitters. Have you been to Summerhill Showdown show before? I have. Um, I'm trying to think if I've been to many. Or have I been to a Summerhill Showdown? I've been to shows at Summerhill. Um, my last memory of a Summerhill show was, it must have been Christmas Chaos one year, because the main event was Crusher versus Nathan Black, if that's his name. Um and that's when Jester came out and challenged him, and that started that whole thing. Uh, so I've been to Summerhill. I don't know if I've been to a showdown, actually. It's a good point. 
Uh, I, I definitely haven't. I mean, last year was the first time I went to a hijinks. Uh, so it's it's I've, I've already done it. We're done a Christmas chaos, but you know, still, we'll we'll get past it. I'll I'll eventually get over it. Uh, much like getting over other other past moments of WrestleZone, uh, Dennis Law and his bloody refereeing uh, and tables matches. But uh, yeah, so this will be the first show of the year, 2022, for WrestleZone. Pretty packed lineup. Even the, the VIP is is probably one. I mean, Kaylee can watch this first match and then just leave. She can just go go uh, get pizza or something. It's uh, Mickey Vago taking on Ronin King in the pre-show for VIP ticket holders. Although I think at this point, everyone's VIP by the sounds of it because they've capped yeah. their their uh, their their crowd because of restrictions and you know COVID and that. Um, so Mickey Vago now uh, is too big for WrestleZone. You have to pay extra to see him. Absolute shocking. Uh, so, thoughts on this? It's an interesting one. I didn't really expect it. Um, again, I think in terms of like we we kind of spoke about what we were thinking when obviously the um, Archer and I am Captain Allen match was announced. We were thinking potentially Vago and uh, Valhalla, but I mean, Ronan King got a good showing at Christmas Chaos. He looks pretty decent, but again, he was wrestling Evan Young, who's obviously equally as new to to wrestling. So it'll be good to see him in with a more experienced guy in Vago. Uh, and again, something to get the crowd warmed up, especially our section uh, with the, the Mickey Vago fan club. But I think overall it'll be a good match, to be honest. Um, hopefully Vago just batters Ronan into oblivion. I was realising that Evan hasn't got a match on this particular show. Um, I, don't, I don't know why. I'm, I'm sure that I don't know. I was gonna say way past his bedtime, but that just seems <laughs> unnecessarily cruel. <laughs> I, I think it's just after the 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 video he put out of of just showing that he's incredibly young. I think it just kind of annoyed me a little bit. <laughs> it's like how how dare you? I don't remember rotary. I remember of rotary phones. I didn't have a rotary phone. I'm looking at it going that that, that young scallywag and his TikToks and and that. But yeah, Mickey Vigo running king. Bit of an odd. Not an odd matchup, but something you didn't expect. Like you're saying, we were thinking it was going to be the Battle of Montrose. Uh, maybe they're going to hold off for Montrose uh, if they're going to run that between uh, well, this year. Who knows? They might just run their big big events until everything's kind of settled and they can actually get... Although, am I right in thinking... I don't follow the news. Am I right in thinking that it's full capacity again from the 24th? Um, I believe so. Um, I hope so. I've got gigs at the start of February, so... Hopefully. But yeah, I think so. I think like nightclubs and all that are going back to the full thingy um, the weekend after. So yeah. All right, so yeah, we might get, get uh, the littler shows like your Montrose and your Inverurys between well, this year uh, as well as your, your bigger ones. Um, I'm hoping so. I've got, I've got two weekends in March where Regal Rumble can't be. So I think I might have to email them just to tell them when it can't be. So it's like, oh, it has to be start in March, guys, because, you know, I've got to go and... Um, I'm not missing another show due to, due to transport issues or 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 that, or I'll get roasted on the mosh pit again. Uh, even if, and I, I don't think I can take another roasting. Um, the, about that bagel, you arsehole, with your uh, <laughs> telling me to, to record my reaction because it was going to be big news. And I, I thought, that's fine. Oh, 37 minute mark. Fine, cool. I'll just got it ready, got it ready, and then fucking roasted me for three minutes. And I just, I, I thought, I can't stop recording, but I want to stop recording. And it's got like fucking near 50 views on YouTube of me just looking 
just annoyed or or just just bemused and crying inside <laughs> at, the, at them just just absolutely tearing me apart. And uh, Sandy's not coming. I'm not taking the dog. You can, you've you've fucked that. <laughs> taking the dog to the show now. Um, not that I would anyway, because she's an arsehole at the best of times. But yeah, so Vago. As much as I am going to be in the Vago section, if Ronan gets a, a couple digs in, I'm not going to be disappointed by it. Just 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 for that, just for that. And also and also, hopefully, I get through Battle of the Bands next week and trounce them. But I don't see that happening because I'm against Connor next. And that's that's not pill battle as it is uh, with Beyonce, Ariana Grande, and Adele. It's just may happen. I may get him past. But what are your thoughts on the battle of the bands? I mean, I want Connor to win the whole thing. Uh, I've I've said, said this publicly. Um, again, I think it would be hilarious, and it's just a bit different. And I feel like everyone said the same bands. Like I feel like, and again, this will get me cancelled. All the old boys have all just said the same bands. Like bands that are pensioners now, right? So where's you know a bit of Beyonce, modern? Who was who else was that? Adele, Adele, um, and uh, Ariana Grande. Look at that, modern. I mean, you my know. my picks got slated for being like, well, Foo Fighters being born. I kind of picked them because I thought that like there's ones I'd want to see, and also I didn't want to get roasted by Vago on that episode. That <laughs> did with them because like I I like crap pop. If I was picking, I'd have like I don't know fucking. Uh, Trying to think of ones I like now, which for for people not to make make fun of me, but I like musicals. I like all that kind of stuff. So I mean, I'd, I'd have my three three things would be I uh, know Jersey Boys first act, second act would be the cast of Hairspray, and then finish with I don't know uh, Hamilton. You know that would be more entertaining for me. But I thought no, no, I'll I'll, I'll pick some some uh, what I thought was cool bands. Clearly, I am wrong, but I beat Brian Tucker. So who who were your bands against? So Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, Paramore, and Good Charlotte. I mean, that's a, that's a fantastic gig for me. I know, right? That's, I, that's I'd love thought. it. But yeah, I, I would enjoy it. At least I didn't pick Biffy Clyro or something, you know, and and totally ruin things. But no, I picked, I picked ones I thought would be cool that I would like to see. And <laughs> no, Martin, I'm going, to, I'm going to take you out in whatever round it is after I've got past Connor, which no, no, no happen at all. <laughs> Right, back to the show. That's, that's what we're here for. Um, first match I've got on my list here is Alex Webb versus Brian Tucker. Speaking of Tucker, you loser. Uh, so, so um, Alex Webb is coming up from Perth, funny that, uh, to, to wrestle for the first time in WrestleZone. So I spoke to him last year as part of the podcast, and WrestleZone was one of the places he wanted to debut in uh, and wrestle in, so fix that. He likes Spider-Man. Excellent. That's all good. We, we spent just about two hours speaking about Spider-Man recently, and uh, he's against Brian Tucker. So, you know, thoughts? Looking forward to, to seeing Webb for the first time. Um, big fan of his YouTube channel. Um, in terms of wrestling, I've never really seen much of him wrestle, apart from a video he did recently where he watched his worst matches. So, bar's already low, because <laughs> I've only ever seen him in terrible matches. Um, I'm sure he's much better now. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him for the first time. Um, Tucker has been around the block, so I imagine you know the match will be decent. Um, it's nice to see Tucker wrestling anyone other than Sean Johnson um, for once. But I think yeah, it's just gonna, it's one of those matches that'll get the crowd going because you know Tucker, what he's like, he'll be running away from any sort of contact, and then Webb has got a fantastic personality, so the crowd will get right behind him. 
see this being quite a, a safe opening match, just so it gets everyone, like, well, obviously after the pre-show. But yeah, it could be in quite a safe opening match just to get Webb introduced. And I mean, the last time I saw him wrestle was in Bucky uh, for United Pro Wrestling. So he's uh, he's certainly, he's, he's now in the bigger leagues in the Northeast, I suppose, uh, outside of UPW and uh, in Dundee. But he's been wrestling, he's wrestling Discovery, uh, wrestling in Reckless Intent and Source. So um, he's, he's definitely wrestled a, a fair few uh, good hands and... I'm sure that his, his matches will be better than that video, I would hope, because I remember watching it as well, and I don't think it was all bad, but yeah, clearly he was not a big fan, and, he, and he's floppy hair. <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I don't know if that if that gave you flashbacks, because I know you had kind of the, the old emo raw haircuts in your past. I did indeed. I, I never got here long enough to do that. Uh, <laughs> I, I got it down to like here once, and then it just stopped, and then it started receding from the back, so it really had to all go. Um, I think if I left it going, I'd probably end up just a fringe, and that would be it. Uh, so yeah, Alex Webb versus Brian Tucker. I think yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be it'll be a good match. There's there's I, don't, I think someone have to go wildly wrong for it to be a bad match. And Webb, I don't want to spoil your tactics here, but he's, he's already discussed about if Brian Tucker wears a tie, is it legal for him to hold it and punch him in the face? Which I would say it is. I would say so. Yeah. So, so hopefully Dennis isn't refereeing this one, but he's shoddy refereeing in the past. We might disqualify him for some reason for for that kind of actions, but uh, you know he is the law at the end, so he 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 knows better than the rest of us, even though tables. Um, so the next one I've got is non-title tag team match is Connor Malloy and Crusher Crabe against Caleb Valhalla and William Sterling. So yeah, non-title arranged put it by Captain Allen. So we got a little promo. Uh, with with Alan and William reunited for the first time in a long time, uh, William's now adopted a weird accent along with Alan, so I, I have no idea what's happening with that. And uh, he's, he's put William with Caleb to take on the tag team champions in non-title action. So it's going to be a lot of throwing about. I think I don't know who's going to get thrown. But everyone uh, again thoughts? Yeah, it's a it's a strange one. Didn't really see this one coming. Um... It's interesting to see William back on shows because obviously he missed chaos. Um, I don't know with obviously Thunder not being around if it was a case of he wasn't going to be around as well. Um, but it's good to see him back. Um, him and Caleb are going to be an interesting team. The only sad thing is we're not going to get Captain Allen and Caleb because that was the best thing about chaos was the, them two um, kind of in the ring with their sort of banter together. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it would be really funny if this turned into a title match and Caleb and William won the titles, just to kind of see Alan's reaction um, to that would be quite funny. But yeah, I think Connor's going to get thrown about, isn't he? That's that tends to be how this is going to work. Yep, and uh, we'll get a good bit with Crusher and Caleb kind of colliding. Uh, I don't think they've had many interactions uh, before, so that'll be nice and fun. But no, I, I would love this if somehow, some way, this is made into a tag team match. And I'm not wishing the end of Connor Malloy and, and Crusher Crabe. Uh, Explicitly, but you know, that'd be fun to see Valhalla and William Sterling uh, to pick up the tag team belts and see how that that dynamic shifts. So, absolutely in agreement with that. Um, so, yeah, Connor and Crusher are champions for ever at this point. I think I think they've only had what two defenses in this, maybe three possibly. Uh, so, they haven't really got started on their reign because of pandemics and that. But um, I, I think, yeah, I think. I don't think there's much more they can do at this point as a team. 
they've they've made up, they've become friends. Unless unless they lose and and Craig batters them again, and then we get a repeat of that. But hope, but that then that might fall into the same trap as Sean Johnson and Brian Tucker of matches after matches. You're thinking, oh God, just do something else, please, just do something else, um, as well. But you know, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, again, you know, the the sort of Crusher and Connor matches have been quite fun recently. I think they've got quite a good dynamic because obviously you've got Crusher who just comes in as like the big brute, and then you've got Connor who kind of flies about. So it's you're never bored with these matches because obviously it's, it sort of switches up every so often, um, which is quite nice. But yeah, I, I think it'll be a decent match. Again, fingers crossed, it does end up being for the tag titles and they win it because that'd be hilarious. But Barring that, it should be a, a decent match. Or Conor Malloy win, winning the, I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but he, he won Movie Mania against uh, Ryan Riley uh, in in absolute tight fashion. I could not believe that we got to the final round and it was like neck and neck. I, I, well, I was surprised that there was points and it was neck and neck. I, I was I was sure that it was going to be like single figures, uh, but no, 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 did, they did well. I could not believe it. So yeah, the uh, Conor riding high after Christmas Chaos and uh, winning Movie Mania, coming in to take on Caleb and William Sterling. Uh, William would be great on the... I would love to get William on the podcast, but um, I don't don't think he much, he much likes doing... There we go, professionalism. Uh, much likes doing podcasts. Um, he, he has popped up on Vagos 1, um, but, you know, maybe maybe 2022 I'll, I'll, get, I'll get everyone on. I'll get Tucker, I'll get William, I'll get Ronan King, I'll just pick off everyone I haven't got except Ted O'Keefe of course of course I want to get him but you know I'll get everyone else <laughs> so uh, who knows uh, so we got the outfit against speaking of Ted O'Keefe we've got the outfit Ted O'Keefe and Dino Del Monte against Omar Mohammed and Scotty Swift and in our tag team match which I absolutely can't wait for this is going to be a riot with uh, with Scotty and Omar especially um, yeah. what was Dino's mullet like I, I'm hearing things oh. about his mullet it is superb. It is just oh, that is he wears like a wee earring as well. Oh, it's it's a look and a half. It is a look and a half. Um, I'm glad that they didn't give it away in the first row. We had to wait, but it was oh, superb. So I had to come out in like um, obviously the Peaky Blinders, Peaky Blinders gear with their waistcoats and and their shirt and that. Do you think Dino is going to slowly go into like a Canadian tuxedo and just come out as as George Michael? I hope so. <laughs> I, I, really, evolve. I really do hope so. Um, I think that'd be hilarious. Uh, but yeah, he he's looking he's looking interesting. It, it's it's something different, which is nice. Like you call the rolling elbow uh, the careless whisper. You know, I'm writing I'm writing the stuff for you. You know, just just take it. I'm just go for it. Um, so yeah, the Ted O'Keefe with Del Del Monte against uh, Omar and Scotty. So of course, Ted got a, a customized camise. Surely Scotty's going to get one. That's, oh, that's, that's so. the other big question that we've got. Uh, as has Omar got a hold of some red fabric? Uh, is there going to be some Ghostbusters gear on there somewhere? Um, it's just but the possibilities are endless. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I will say um, if he can find one big enough for Scotty, because I've noticed that most of them do fit um, Omar, who is a more slender man, um, and big beefcake. Scotty Swift um, won't necessarily fit into one of his, so I uh, might need to make, get a custom one made, like you said, um, preferably red, you know, bit of Ghostbusters on there. 
um, you know, Melissa McCarthy, etc. Um, but yeah, I, I think that'd be an interesting concept. What one of us had to make a, a twenty sixteen Ghostbusters joke, surely, and then you've you've taken you've taken it. So that's for you, Scotty. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. The digital download, of course, uh, on the ultimate edition. I've, I've I've not seen any of them, so I don't really care. So that's, that's... you haven't seen movies. How how did you do on the movie mania quiz? Surprisingly well, surprisingly well. Right. Um, but I will say I have good knowledge of things that I've never seen. So there's some movies there that I kind of knew trivia about that I've never seen, like right. names and general gists and stuff. Um, so I, I did get a few. Good, good. That's fine. I, I, it was because of who I was getting on. I kind of softballed the questions. Like there was, there was some maybe the wrestling round. I, I pretty much I tested this on Kelly, and the wrestling round I knew that was that was she was not going to do. So that was that was fine. I left that one off. But uh, yeah, she, she kind of blasted through them. I thought that's fine. They're nice simple questions nice easy ones everyone will get it they'll be fine and everyone will be screaming at ryan and connor about it going how how are you getting this wrong how you get but you know they impressed me so go back and listen to everyone because um it's it's actually doing very well in the listens for some reason i think people don't like seeing my face i'm thinking because our listens are way better than than the video version um so i'm thinking people just don't like looking at me at this stage I don't know. A lot of pe- a lot of people have noticed like do listen to stuff, but I, see when it comes to like podcasts, see if there's a video format one, I'll always watch that rather than listen to it. I don't know why. Um I, I just like to see like the expressions and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? So like I've never listened to I don't think I'm subscribed to Vago on like anything other than YouTube. Like because I only watch on YouTube on the big telly. Um and I think for yourself, I've listened to a couple like if I'm just on, like, if I'm out, but most of the time I'll just get it on the on the computer on the telly or something like that. But that's how that's how I watch stuff. So, yeah. well, I apologize for the first like eight episodes. This is the first time I've I've shaved and like cut, like done any. Fuck, this microphone's getting on my tits already. Um, I've I've done any grooming since the end of last year. So each week, I'm going to look hoboer and like just more like homeless, till eventually. Like every episode with Muller Murphy, I'm gonna look like all trim and and handsome again. But yeah, there there is some there is some uh, rough times ahead for one side of the screen on the SWN podcast. So I apologise to everyone in advance because I couldn't be arsed. <laughs> you, you should you should get like a screenshot of each episode just of your face in like a similar position, and then just like kind of like play them as like a gif, just looping over of like the evolution of Billy Strachan. Yeah, as, as well. I mean, the first couple of episodes I still have the old camera, so there'll be a by third one that'll be like right in your face as well, because because uh, you know you know this is this is what your Patreon money pays for people. This is the this is the kind of quality you get. The the podcast is still utter rambling garbage, but you know the the view. Hopefully, it gets a bit clearer as we go along. Uh, we haven't really spoken about this match at all. Uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's the continuation of the story. I don't think it's going to finish at Summerhill Showdown. Um, my poor, poor predictions suggested that it's going to end up with like a six man at Anarchy or something, or possibly this will be your, you know, how in the Rumble you always get like a big five man, uh, five on five or, or something like that. I think that yeah. will, that'll be where this will continue as well. But it'll be a nice little, little point of the story. And, uh, I'll, I'm going to feel bad about booing Dino if he comes out in that with that glorious uh, hair and the earring. Um, but you know, I can't, I can't not cheer for for a, a 
Omar and and Scotty with Camis. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. It's going to be an excellent excellent match. A tremendous, as Vega would say. Um, if you ever, I'd, I've never played a drinking game with the the mosh pit, but because you know that's dangerous as it is. But if you try and play it and drink every time Vega says tremendous, you might die. Do you know my favourite Vegoism is um, caper? I don't know most people that use the word caper, but he uses it a hell of a lot. I've never noticed that. I will notice that now. But I've noticed tremendous uh, comes up quite a lot, um, which I was disappointed didn't didn't come up with like a, a t-shirt for Christmas that said like tremendous or something like that. You know, for the mosh pit. I mean, someone would buy it. I mean, at least one person in your household would buy it. Uh, so it was it was just money that he's just thrown away. What you should <laughs> what you should do right is go through every episode of the part of the the mosh pit right. Um, it's normally the the first kind of bunch of them because once you get to like people coming back on, he's not telling the same stories, right? But literally every single podcast, he tells the story about how at the start of lockdown, he was going to get himself in really good shape, wrestle with a t-shirt. And then after about a few weeks, he thought, ah, nah. Every single time that I feel, I've heard that story about 20 times now. That and Bill James, Bill James is a wank. It <laughs> comes up really often. That, that uh, deserveably comes up a lot. Uh, it, I mean, I, again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but that was the one thing I had to take out of an episode with Luke King <laughs> that he he talked about um, he talked he talked about Bill James and said that I would, we didn't get along, and he, it wasn't very long; it was like a minute of him talking about it. And then after I recorded it, I sent him the link, and he went, "Can you take that bit out? Because I actually I've, I've actually made up with them. I'm actually friends with them now, so I don't want him to hear that bit." I was like, like he's gonna listen to this podcast, but you know, I, I take it out anyway. It was my one, there's only a handful of times I've had edit stuff out of episodes, but that was that was the one time I, I to do it and think, I thought, God, this is just this is so tedious. One minute, one minute of, of stuff out. Um, I need to put on. If, if, oh no, if, I was gonna say I could put it on Patreon, but I've deleted all the old files because my laptop's got like four gig available. And I've got to keep cycling through. Every time I've got it up up on YouTube, that's it. All the files are gone because I, I don't have space on the thing. Um, so yeah, that's 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 the stuff that you miss. That's the stuff I I kick out of the podcast. I mean, you hear the stuff that stays in. It's uh, me just panicking for to to make up the time. People that answer questions and I'm like, oh shit, I've got to go to our question now. Oh god, um, still not as bad as the time as the as the guy the the one where the guy uh, zoned out mid question. That was. That was a that was a low point on the podcast. <laughs> that's quite impressive. If you can ask somebody a question and immediately they don't know what the question was, that's the best one. That's 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 high up there. It's not dinosaurs. It's not two sheep, one cow. It's just me asking a question and them just going. Oh, they're gone. They're gone. I've lost them. Ah, oh, they're coming back on. Uh, right. Okay. So back to the show. Summerhill Showdown, WrestleZone. That was the that was the the tangent speaking about the podcast, me rambling for a bit. Um, we've got Mr. P and Sean Johnson against the foundation of the future, Bruiser Brad Evans and Ryan Riley. And I'm sure they're feeling damn good about this particular match. There, there you go. That 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 point, and again, I'm just plugging my own podcast here. The one with uh, Scotty Swift with the other Wrestle Ropes podcast I did. I did that specifically for, for yourself and for all the guys. I made sure I had to go rip the sound off, put it on, because it didn't appear in the actual video. So I had to go find it, edit it, take it out, 
put it on and I was like, this is worth it. This this hour of work is absolutely worth for for that three seconds that someone will laugh. But anyway, yeah, it's gonna be a good match, I think. Uh Sean is is away from Brian Tucker. So hopefully we can actually see Sean Johnson do stuff in this particular one, not chase Brian Tucker for a bit. Uh but no, yeah, your thoughts. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, again, we've not really had the chance to see Brad and Ryan together um, as of late because obviously it's been they've been in separate matches and stuff like that. And obviously, um, you know, it's kind of mixed up with the last show. Obviously, it was Dynamite and um, Riley. So again, it'd be quite good to see them two together. Uh, Mister P and Sean Johnson obviously have both been around the block for a while. Um, both very entertaining. So I, I think this match will be really good. Uh, again, just excited to see the foundation of the future. Hopefully they're still wearing their matching gear, which is stupendous. Uh, and hopefully they get the win and start to get a bit of momentum against them because they've kind of been on the, the losing side a lot recently. Yeah, I think this is the, the start of, of uh, the build-up, hopefully, to some tag titles, um, whether it's against Sterling and, and Valhalla or Connor and Crusher. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention Crusher and I was here again. I'm very, I'm very happy of this because I, I, I was like really put on the back, and I thought I knew he shaved his head and everything, but I was really put on the back foot seeing like a mega evolution of myself come out at, at uh, Halloween hijinks, thinking, oh Jesus, like if, if I get a, I don't know, insert a name of a Pokemon stone, uh, I don't know, Moonstone, yeah, we'll go Moonstone. Uh, I get a Moonstone on me, that I'll turn into Crusher Grave and. That's what my future is. Um, but yeah, he's got hair now. Absolutely wonderful. Anyway, yeah, Mr. B and Sean Johnson. So it'll be a good chance for Sean to actually get a bit more personality in because that was kind of my criticism anyway, that he's just, since his return, he hasn't really shown personality or anything, charisma. Yeah. Um, and especially when you're opposite Brian Tucker, who's been all goofy and doing all these silly things. So you can't really both be goofy. Got to kind of have someone be the straight guy and then someone be an idiot, and that's what Tucker was being in that like feud. Um, and I've got Mr. P. Mr. P is just like charisma personified, he's just so entertaining, and he's gonna have a big flag, he's gonna have this kilt. Hopefully, maybe Sean will get a kilt as well. Why not? Potentially, um, yeah, Mr. P was brilliant at the at Christmas Chaos. Um, I thought he was really funny up against uh, Mauler, which was really good to see. So, yeah, I think it'll be a, it'll be a decent match because, again, Mr. P's quite a good kind of in-between because he's got that kind of, like, funny side and, like, the, the whole character thing, but he can go when he needs to. So it's quite good to kind of have that mixture, um, especially against Foundation of the Future, who are obviously, you know, not the nicest of people in the world, um, even if they are feeling damn good about it. Uh, you know they're they're obviously going to be up to their dastardly tricks, so it'll be quite good to kind of have that balance. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Absolutely, and, you can, and Mr. P's got that because he got all that. That Brad and, and Ryan might not have to do an awful lot for them to just be absolutely booed out of the building because because Mr. P's so so likable as well. Um, it won't take that much to to turn the the crowd against the foundation of the future. Uh, but like you said, hopefully they've got the the gold gear still on. Um, Ryan, of course, uh, it's looking it's looking a bit better than he did at the Battle of the Bands, uh, which was 
I mean, I'm I, I'm not into the trends these days, but uh, I think the word emotional damage, I think, is that the, is that the phrase that the kids are using? <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's, that's cruel. That's <laughs> cruel. But it's the guy from Bowling for Soup, isn't it? Isn't it? That's yeah. Who's, who's it, so. Oh, poor, poor Ryan. Uh, he was just, yeah, he was uh, massacred in one in one graphic. Uh, but no, I didn't believe when I saw the picture he put up afterwards, though, showing the cave, he just used his old, an old picture of him. I did not believe that was him. Yeah. Um, it's wild. Like, obviously, his whole thing is like the weight loss thing, but like, it's incredible. Like, it looks like a completely different person, um, which is amazing. And again, kind of to be able to see him do the things he can do now as well in the ring is, you know, something else, which again makes it really hard to not like him. Mm-hmm. Because he's, yeah. he's, he's such a nice person. That's the worst part. And I always send me a Foundation of the Future t-shirt and everything for my birthday. And I was like, I can't be you again, Ryan. Uh, Kelly still laughs that, that she, she thinks he, she put him off initially at hijinks because when he came out, everyone booed and there was her in the corner going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cause, funnily cause... enough, um, I noticed they've got the new Foundation of the Future t-shirts. So all I'm saying is hopefully they've got those on sale on Saturday because um, I get paid on Friday. So, you know, I've, I'll have the disposable money there to, to, you know, maybe buy a wee T-shirt. So we'll well, hope, Hopefully they still take card. I think they, they were taking card at the end of last year or end of um, pre-pandemic. So hopefully they do because they like carrying money about, especially in, in Aberdeen, you know, uh, odd sorts there who, who want to take your money from you. But um, no, hopefully they, they do because I've, I've I'm just I've got the urge to buy a t-shirt. So, you know, guys, get your t-shirts out and I'll probably I'll probably come home with one. Kelly's not here. Two. Might come home with two. Uh, I mean, see, I love how different we are. Um because literally yesterday, um me and Kaylee both each got a box delivered from Derby Euroshop with a ridiculous amount of t-shirts. And ironically, she bought more than me. See, I, I I can't justify it because literally, if I'm in a loft, there is a, a suitcase. Like I was gonna go do the hands, but you're not gonna be able to see it. But like it's it's a humongous suitcase, really. And I filled it. It's got about forty t-shirts in it, most of them wrestling t-shirts. Because I was like, I can't throw it out, but I a can't fit into it because I'm a fat lump, and uh, and two, um, I just yeah, they're too cool. There's some t-shirts that are just I just don't want to get rid of. They're just too sentimental. I've still got like three drawers behind me full of wrestling t-shirts that I might still wear. Uh, mostly Aston Faith ones and uh, WrestleZone ones. And that's that's actually about it. Most, mostly that. Uh, the odd, odd uh, Jack Jester one or two. Because um, they don't look like wrestling t-shirts. The Jester. Well, pretty much bear hug design. If you want a, a t-shirt that doesn't look like a wrestling t-shirt, they'll do that quite easily. Um, so that's mostly what I've, I've got. But no, I can't justify buying loads of t-shirts, even though I had a, a full basket thinking, I could, I could. No, I can't. I want to, but I can't. Um, so is, is that, uh, I thought you were in Alexa Bliss video. Is that, was that part of the sale? That is. Um, this was £5 um, for the Alexa Bliss tie-dye hoodie. Um, I also got a Bray Wyatt tie-dye hoodie for a fiver as well. Um, my favourite purchase, right? And it wasn't until yesterday when I pulled out. Um, so we're kind of going through everything we bought. And I, and I bought a The Way 
t-shirt um, the stable from NXT well, used to be <laughs> um, but Kaylee pointed out it looks like a Weatherspoons t-shirt because their logo looks like the Spoons logo and it's blue so I can't wear that because that's I might get flagged down if I'm in a Spoons do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you can wear it in Aberdeen. It's Tory country, so you know you'll fit in. That's true, because <laughs> uh, um, yeah, they, they they vote that way. The, the bastards! Uh, I can't believe uh, a place so so enamoured with red uh, voted blue. Uh, it's just a it's a disgrace to the country. <laughs> but uh, but no, there's there's I don't know if the the sale's still on. So who knows? Maybe I'll have a couple of drinks and. Uh, and so go into my my basket and just go, ah fuck it just order order it all um, I'm very I'm, I'm looking at I didn't see that hoodie in the sale and I'm looking at it going well, I want that hoodie now because it looks so cool uh, but that's one thing I will say um, there will be hoodies like the t-shirts are like t-shirts if anything they're low quality t-shirts right that's why I'll only ever buy them on sale but the hoodies are really good like I've got four now so I've got a Hogan one a Macho Man one, the Alexa one, and the Bray Wyatt one, and they're all proper, like, good quality, nice and cosy. So, you know, there's a QVC segment then. There you go, bear in mind. Um, I like zip-up hoodies, and they are often, they, some of them are still in the sale, but again, I've got a million other things. I've got uh, so many hoodies. Uh, there was the other thing that got vacuum-packed and thrown into the loft as well, because again, can't get rid of them, but I can't throw them out either. Uh, I can't wear them either, because they're just Get a bit too small for this old chubby waist. Anyway, back to the show. There's a there's, there's a show happening on Saturday. It's sold out. So even if you listen to this and don't have a ticket, well, you're fucked. You're, you can't go. But we will have plenty of content uh, between myself here on the podcast. I've already I've already penciled in Kelly to to speak about it on Sunday. So we're going to try and beat you to releasing it. Uh, we've also got K and K podcast Wrestle Factory. K and K Wrestle Factory. Uh, you guys will have a review, no doubt. Um, about it, have, have you? How's your ICW night two going, or did you just give up? Oh, we didn't even finish the show. Um, I went back and watched the King of Insanity match and didn't even enjoy that. Um, yeah, just, I didn't did not like that show at all. So I think we just gave up and we're like, nah, we're we're good. <laughs> you, you you mean the the twenty twenty one match of the year King of Insanity match, uh, as per our fan voted awards. Didn't, didn't really float your boat. I mean, I'm sure it was good, um, but like, I feel like death matches are very much my niche, and that was a very subpar death mm. match. Right. So, like, in, in in the grand scheme of things, it was probably a good match for what was there. But like when uh, it was Drew and Jester had the barbed wire rope match, which was like one side had barbed wire on it, and Drew went nowhere near that. It because he was going back to WWE like the week after. Yeah, it was it was as if they went, "Oh, we're going to do this," and then no one told Drew, and then he showed up and went, yeah, "I'm not doing that." With his with his weird accent, uh, <laughs> I'm not doing that, oh, guys. By the way, right, and this is a really random thing, right? So, um, I was watching OVW's recent pay per view, right? Don't ask why. Um, it just happened to be on my perfectly legal Firestick app. Um, and I was waiting for GCW to come on, so I threw this on. And it was the Rumble. So I was like, okay, cool. Watching it, it was terrible, right? But there was a guy, it was like, from Glasgow, Scotland. And I was like, what? 
who's this, right? And it was some guy, what was his name? It was like, he was a gladiator, um, not Theodorus. Um, it was, it was some, it was like this big beardy guy and he came out dressed as like a, like a Viking or something like that. Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, is it one of the grimy Scots? Because there's a, there's a team in uh, the US called the grimy Scots. I'll see if I, if I get them up. And because I was supposed, I was trying to get them on the show, um, because you know, why not? And uh, the only times they're available was like at their time. Well, my time was like one o'clock in the morning. I was like, fuck no, I will not be doing that. Um, but I saw some of their 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 promos, and clearly they're from Canada. Um, which I mean, it's fine. Most of a lot of Scots went over from Canada, but it just made me laugh seeing these guys in the Scottish war paint and. Is it was it Duncan McBain or Hamish Stewart? No, okay. he had a silly name. Um, oh, this is going to annoy me now. I, I know. I want to know now so I can try and get him on the show because because uh, the interview I did with Murphy Costigan went so well. <laughs> that was the guy with the weird accent, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> weird accent. Which again, I'm not fussed about it. If you live over there, you're going to have a weird accent. But uh, yeah, some of the comments on like the Facebook and and ones I received were like, "What accent is he going for?" Like, mm. My accent's not particularly anything, so I, I don't know. It's just anyway. But no, it was it's, it's a fun interview. It's one. It, all people people didn't know who he was. I don't think a lot of people have checked it out. But um, there's some weird stories with things like uh, like uh, who died recently. Um, there's a long list. Uh, he was a guy. No, no, uh, tag team. <laughs> that would be amazing if if there was a story about Betty White. I would have already clipped that and sent that out. No, no bother. Um, no, he was a he was a tag team guy. Um, oh God, who was it? Oh, it's gonna bug me. Um, Bobby, Bobby Eaton, Bobby. Eaton. Oh yeah. So yeah, his it stories about meeting Bobby Eaton and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, there was there was some interesting stuff in there, but because nobody at the side of of the Atlantic has heard of him. No, like, it hasn't really been checked out an awful lot, so um, it's, it's definitely worth having a look at you. just have to get past the accents, uh, his and mine, and you'll be fine. You're golden, it's 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 a good laugh, it's a good, good chat. Um, yeah, so uh, any closer to finding out who this big grizzly dude is from OVW? I don't know if I've oh, who is Crixus is his name, Crixus. Um, the oh, confusion, right? The, the confusion here, right, was that. So in Cage Match, there's another Crixus who's not this Crixus, right? So when I clicked on it, I went, oh, he's fake Scottish. But no, I found him on Instagram. He is actually Scottish. Right, I, trained, I followed him on Instagram now. I he trained with um, he trained with Al Snow. He's a big, big Scottish guy. He comes to dress as like a gladiator or something. Uh, really caught me off guard on that show. Scotty Too Hot, he was in the Rumble as well. Oh, I saw clips of that. I, again, he, he hasn't replied to my messages. He hasn't seen them either on Twitter. I thought I thought I'd get him on and speak about his match with Grado, and uh, maybe Marty Jones telling him that that uh, he's ruined his gimmick because he shaved his head. You know, all that kind of fun stuff. Now, if uh, you can get if you can get Marty Jones on, that'll be a that'll be a that'll be a draw right there. Oh yeah, it'll be something. Uh, oh, I've already got. I mean, I I took it down after everything speaking out, but I do have an interview with Marty Jones on on YouTube. Uh, private link because you know he's a an arsehole 
Um, but no, it's got like close close to a thousand views, and it's recorded on like a Chinese um, tablet, fake Android tablet. And because it was supposed to be recorded, no, I was supposed to be recorded on my phone. But my phone died, and I had this fake Chinese tablet instead. And it's it is awful. It is, the interview is fine. It's like t- not even ten minutes. Um, it's on. I I I um. I ripped the audio and remastered it and put it on Patreon. So if you want to pay a pound, you can go find it and listen to it. Um, have I? If I haven't, it will be by the time this comes out. I'll find it and, and rip it and, and put the audio up. But uh, no, it's it's not a great interview. It's not my finest hour. It was a horrible day because I tried to jump a fence and rip my jeans down the crotch. So <laughs> I was sitting there next to Marty Jones with my trying to not spread my legs because if I did, I just you just see a lot of, of pants and possible bulge of bollock i'm just sitting there just going oh god i don't know what i'm doing i've got to sign a world of sport dvd though so i don't know where that is it's somewhere in this world uh that, here that'll, be, books, but... that'll be worth pounds now oh i just wait until he dies multiple pounds i know i don't know how he's going to cope after uh, regal got uh released from wwe i don't know how, how regal's how uh jones marty's going to cope with uh how's he going to get an in I'm sure he knows Robbie, Robbie Brookside somewhere. Or, uh, or is Johnny Saint still in NXT UK? I'm not entirely sure. God knows at this point. Don't know if anyone's still there. <laughs> there is that, yeah. I, I watched an episode recently of that, though. Um, it was the one with, I think it was with Angel Hayes' debut, possibly. Because, you know, I thought, oh, I'll go check this out. Watch NXT UK. It was fine. It was it was it was fine. That's as, as much compliment as I can give it, because it's just it's just it was there. No nobody did anything bad. Just well, not in the wrestling ring, but nobody <laughs> did anything bad. <laughs> but it was just it was it was. I think that's why um, nobody's really got released from there because I don't think Vince McMahon knows that that still exists and it's on their books. Yeah, I think the, the thing is they they took pretty much most of the best wrestlers from the UK put them on a tournament initially which was amazing because obviously it was a one-off so it was obviously going to be amazing then they did it again and it was again was brilliant because again it's a one-off and now they're doing weekly tv which the the hype's not there as much do you know what i mean like no one's as interested um i went to see them live when they did brayhead must have been obviously 2019 i'd say before everything went to to mental um and it was really good. It was a really good show. So there's potential there for it, I guess. But... I think the thing is that you're right. They took all the best wrestlers, but they didn't take many characters. So, yeah, it's it's an hour or so of good wrestling, if you like wrestling. But if you come in and want to see, uh, like, a Grado, or you just want to see something a bit characterful, I mean, I suppose the closest you can get from what I've seen is, like, uh, Shah, maybe, because he comes in and he does his old Cockney geezer kind of act and it's a, it's a bit livelier than everything else and that's about it I suppose I don't know if Noam Darcel is his talk show thing because that, that was quite funny mm, for maybe. a while but... you know, I, I honestly forgot he was he was the heritage champion because I did that graphic after uh, Piper Niven, Piper Dewdrop, insert whatever uh, is, is wrestling at the Rumble against Becky Lynch and I put a graphic of all the Scottish champions and I didn't even remember he was he was on technically in NXT UK. Someone had someone commented afterwards. I didn't reply to it because I thought, ah, oh yeah. Quick Google. 
PNG of Gnome Dar with Heritage Trophy. None. No, fuck it. No way else has noticed. It'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's fine. It'll do. If you want to, if you want to add an extra two hours of wrestling into your life, then have at it. But there's already like twenty hours at least of mainstream coverage to to get you through the week without adding anything like that onto it as well. Um, yeah, what was the last time you watched? <laughs> there we go, that's the answer. <laughs> the OVW Nightmare Rumble, there you go. That's the last thing I watched. Uh, sorry, last time you watched NXT UK, I mean. Oh, last time I watched NXT UK. Oh. oh. When, when did... Well, I mean, you might not know. When did Tyler Bate have that really good match for the Heritage title? Um against someone doesn't help does it i don't know was it a kid it was a kid that's the one uh, um, probably middle late last year whenever that match was I'll let it... um before we, we get into the two title matches uh how what's your, what's your thoughts on gunther just throw that it, out there while we're doing some mainstream stuff it's an interesting move isn't it like uh, i don't i don't know how they managed to take like Walter already is like diluted a wee bit in WWE because he's not quite like the random guy that comes in and batters everyone. He's kind of like obviously permanently there. Um, but to call him Gunther is <laughs> just See, mental. I was, and obviously, I was, the connotations when they aren't good enough. Oh yeah, I, I was I was at the thought of Walter's a silly name for a wrestler anyway. I mean, I don't care. Nobody's going to care. Dolph Ziggler wrestled for years, and that was a stupid name. It still is a stupid name because it's just a a, a rip off of was it um, what's his face from Saturday Night Fever? Uh, oh God, what was it? This is just mostly a show of us just googling stuff. I mean, uh, that's that's not a movie I've never seen. So, hang on, I'll I'll, I'll tell everyone. Everyone else will know while they're listening. Like, well, except Connor and Ryan, maybe. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. Is the character name? Um, who sure was? This is entertainment for everyone. Wasn't that what they actually wanted to call him? Well, it wasn't. Dark Diggler. Dark Diggler. I'm sure Dark Diggler. Boogie was Nights. Like, Boogie Nights. Sorry. I'm sure they wanted to call him Dark Diggler. But I'm guessing if that was in a movie, then they couldn't, because um, he's got a list of names that like they wanted to call him. I think he talks about it in a stand-up or something like that. And some of the names are hilarious. It's like the classic, like, Stone Cold with Chili McFreeze and all that. Oh, man. I don't think anyone could pay me to watch a Dolph Ziggler stand-up show. It just sounds horrendous. You ever seen a McFoley show? You ever been one of his? I've heard about them. And I've heard that it's mainly through OSW Review, uh, but they, they, they were not very complimentary about his stand-up routine. This was a nice story. But it wasn't really a stand-up show. Yeah, so, yeah. That is that it. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Like lovely guy, great stories, um, some funny stories. But yeah, he's not. He's not exactly you know. Bob Burnham. He's, he's a comedian, isn't he? Uh, he, he is. Well, well done. I, I can't believe in a, in a in an interview or in an interview in a podcast that we were doing. I'm the one that's more more in tap in tap with like pop culture. I mean, my, my question there was whether he's a comedian or not. Oh, okay, right. I, I just listened to him on Spotify. So, uh, did did uh, Foley do the Brodus Clay dance at the end of the show? 
he didn't. He didn't oh. know. Um, but to be fair, I I saw him inside the ropes. So he did like half an hour, forty minutes of stand up, then a break, then an interview. So I don't. It was a bit of a different dynamic. Um, I'm sure if he had the full the full time, he would have done the the Brodus. I could have had Taker come out and be one of the Funkadactyls. Kenny could have been the other. There you go. It's, now, it's, it's... the worst part about that, and again, I understand we are on a massive tangent now. Um, that was at Classic Grand, right? So we were front row. And they'd obviously left the door to the Classic Grand open. So the stage door, they come out. They'd left that open, and they've obviously left a door somewhere open because it was freezing. So it was in December, and there was just this draft coming through the whole time. And I was just sitting there freezing for the whole night. Um, which was terrible. Um, oh, and Davy Blaze was security. There's a story for you. That's the first time his name's been brought up in a while. I don't think that's the, uh, it. Might be the first time it's ever been brought up in <laughs> over 150 things I've recorded for the for this network. So it's, yeah. it's the first time Davy Blaze has been mentioned now twice <laughs> in a podcast. Um, hopefully for the last time, uh, unless I can I can uh, dig up uh, Chris Rampage somewhere. Uh, to, to be on a podcast, who knows? Um, we're actually speaking about a wrestling show we're going to on Saturday. We've we have just veered off. How how did we get to NXT UK and then onto all that? Uh, and Walter. Um, anyway, yeah, Wrestle Zone, Summerhill Showdown. Uh, we are excited. People that are listening might think we we're not because we veered off so wildly. We are. Thank God you bought. I've uh, got four hoodies now. So when you're going to the show, if it is cold, you're you're all sorted. True. Uh, and also, it might have been cold because the Undertaker was backstage counting his money from all <laughs> the photos that he's he got to take and answer no questions. Um. Anyway, WrestleZone Tri Counts Championship. Uh, we've got Chris Archer defending against Captain Alan Sterling in a rematch from Halloween Hijinks. Um, Chris Archer. Speaking of the Undertaker, we've got Chris Archer here with his uh, double denim number. Uh, oh, actually, that might stop. Do you know Del Monte? Rocking the mess to get a leather jacket instead. Oh, but then that's what that's what Vago has. Oh, that's just a nightmare. It's a logistical nightmare all over the place. Um, Captain Allen, he did a promo with a horse. I didn't entirely know the, what the point was, but I enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we'll see Caleb turn out as well. Toot toot. Yeah, thoughts? Um, yeah. Anytime you see Captain Allen on a card, it's it's fun, isn't it? Uh, I like Captain Allen. I think the last like his match against Archer, obviously at Hijinks, was a lot more serious because it was the main event. It was for the title, you know. It was it was Archer was winning the title, so it was a bit more serious than normal. Uh, there were still funny bits on it, but it was it was more serious. But at Chaos, he was on top form. Like him and Caleb were so funny together. We were sat right in the corner with him, um, and oh, it was brilliant. That's the one thing I'm sad about is that I love doing the whole cheer for Caleb, boo for Alan, uh, which is my, my new favourite hobby. Uh, some people seem to be getting behind it in the crowd, which is nice. I like to be a trendsetter. Uh, but yeah, that it'll be interesting to see um, Alan on his own again. Archer is always going to put in a good match, so not really much to say there, but I think, yeah, these two will be decent, as was the first match. It'll be fun. Um Maybe some more shenanigans as there was in that match, you know, with Caleb and Vago and stuff like that. Um, unless Vago leaves after his match in the, the pre-show. Uh, you never know. But 
yeah, I think overall will be a decent match. I assume Archer's going to retain. I can't really see it going straight back to Allen. Be a bit, a bit weird, but yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Vago could could just big league everyone and just leave uh, after the the pre show. He's 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 brought the house. Everyone's here because because need to see him, and uh, he'll just go. In. Hopefully, I mean, if if he's not, hopefully we'll come out for this because, like, I say shenanigans. I always you need to see a bit of Caleb. I need to see like all the Caleb um, within reason, and see Vago as well, and all that kind of, that dynamic and shenanigans uh, and caper. Caper, how you go? There you go, bit caper. But hopefully, I, I, I'd be excited to see if if Vago maybe puts out a podcast afterwards. And he's be able to speak to people backstage shows because you can get the the feel of them like after post match, the little adrenaline kind of thing. And um, I could just imagine Scotty just having like an adrenaline fueled rant about everything in Scottish wrestling that's wrong, that because he is the wrestling police, of course. So uh, you can you can the, there's so much potential. So hopefully, Vago takes his equipment with him. Um, and is is we can we can get some some magic going because that's that has to happen surely some backstage comments and and uh, I'm, I'm I was just imagining Swift just going backstage going oh it was an amazing match fuck you Dave Lowe <laughs> just, yeah <laughs> um pulling fire alarms yeah let's do this um anyway that was that was my my rant about that but. Well, we, I mean, we haven't really spoke really about the fire alarm incident, and you know, it's not really WrestleZone related, and it's been spoken about in the Mosh Pit and uh, in my episode with Caleb, the finale of of season three. Uh, how, when you heard about this incident, what was your initial thoughts? Well, I wasn't surprised. Like it, it, it's, it comes straight out of the Dave Lowe. Tactic book allegedly, allegedly, Dave Lowe. Um, yeah, allegedly. Um, was he good? Was he good? <laughs> You're talking about somebody who couldn't pay his wrestlers, I'm not gonna sue you, is he? Um, unless there's lawyers that work for free for experience. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just it was it was classic, wasn't it? It was just there, there hadn't been a lot of dra- like, well, I mean, there'd been a lot of drama in Scottish wrestling, but there hadn't been like that sort of level of drama, like the whole pettiness stuff. Um, so it was nice to see. Um, if anything, it was allegedly Dave Lowe, um, but I feel like everyone was kind of behind FCW breaking into Dundee before, and definitely now everyone's behind FCW breaking into Dundee. Like, I'm sure their next show at the, the Bonner Hall is going to be packed out. So... Yeah, I don't really know what he was trying to do, <laughs> what what he was trying to get out of it. Uh, but I do like the idea of it being like a Scooby Doo episode. I would have uh, got away with it too if it wasn't for you, Midland Valhalla. Um, uh, yeah, so would would it even convince you to to go to Dundee? Probably or not. Is that, is that step too far? That that's a bridge too far. Uh, the Tay Bridge too far. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, FCWR on my list of companies I need to see, um, and ironically, seeing them in Dundee would probably be a lot easier than seeing them in Perth because getting to Perth is a nightmare. Um, but yeah, unless there's anyone at the show on um, on Saturday that could give me tips on how to get to Perth from Aberdeen, wink, wink. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a potential I would go down, but I don't. I mean, I've, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm due to go down Dundee and. In... March, I think, for Chris Ramsey. I had to go see Chris Ramsey live. Um, so I'm able to, to, to scope out, maybe I'll check the, 
the venue just to make sure that everyone's safe, nobody snuck in, and we'll get the main event on straight away. But um, I don't mind Dundee. I don't mind. I didn't mind going down before when when I went to those shows. Uh, it's just they got slowly and slowly but surely less appealing to go to, and then they became not appealing to go to at all. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things. Anyway, Chris Archer versus Cap Nile Sterling. Can't wait. It's going to be uh, such a solid match at, at the very least. Um, but now that possibly they're not in the main event, it might still be. But who knows? But um, I don't. I don't think they will. I think they will end with Di- Damien Dark Dynamite. But they might have a little bit more time. Be able to do a little bit more shenanigans. Maybe we'll do uh, like we've we've overused Caper. Maybe we'll do a bit of a Caper in there as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I realised that we're doing all this. I could have just brought up Adam's preview so I can get his thoughts as well. But that means you just have to go to the website swnscotland.com and uh, go find it and read it yourself because uh, I'm I'm not your I'm not your father I'm not your your parents here you can go read it yourself with your own eyes um and stuff anywho right undisputed wrestlers on championship is the proposed possible main event we have so many theories coming out of the aftermath of this but the match itself is one that hasn't happened in a while when I started watching wrestlers on um maybe the year after, the year of, like 2014, these two were in like a big feud, big rivalry. Uh, Damien, Zack Dynamite. So that, we're talking 2014. So since then, uh, of course, uh, Dynamite had his big injury. Um, Damien had his his uh, time in Sterling Oil, and then became a big, big fan favourite after leaving Sterling Oil and one of my favourite moments of all time, uh, just in wrestling and especially in WrestleZone. And uh, here they are colliding with Zach. Possibly, I would think if he doesn't win, I, d- I don't know. This, this, is, this is his year, I think. This is Zach Dynamite's year to win uh, the championship. Whether it's going to be now, whether it's going to be the Rumble, whether he's going to have to beat a certain lost boy to get there, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that theory in a minute. But uh, yeah, match itself. Damien, Zach Dynamite, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think as soon as this match was announced, which obviously was the first one that was announced, it kind of drew my attention to the show, being like, it's even if even if the rest of the card was lacklustre, which luckily it isn't, this would make up for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, this makes it worth travelling up um, for this match. Again, it's nice because they've not went one-on-one in a good while. Um, like you said, they did have that big feud in 2014 um, with the whole Dynamite's career on the line sort of stuff as well. But... Since then, they've not really been one-on-one much. I think there's a couple of matches in there, um, which Damien's always came out on top. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. They're probably two of my favourite in terms of actually wrestlers in WrestleZone. Um, Dynamite always puts on a really good match. Damien always puts on a really good match. So I think the two of them together is going to be really good. And they've both came on leaps and bounds since that, sort of 2014. Um, Dynamite looks, you know... 100% 100% sort of put together, he's got everything down, you know, his whole character, what he does in the ring, how he looks, all that sort of stuff. He's got it all down now. He looks like a legitimate threat. Damien, again, he's the champ for a reason. So, yeah, I think this match is going to be a quality match, probably one of the best matches we'll see this year in WrestleZone, I think. I think especially when it comes to this match, this is your big emotional one. Uh, I mean, I can't remember I can't remember the results at Chaos, which uh, is terrible of me as a as a WrestleZone nerd, but um, when you're talking about emotional matches, that's what WrestleZone does best. You, you come in, you see 
a moment to to latch on to. You get to see um, whether it's whether you're a big fan of of Omar Mohammed. You get to see his kind of trying to get redemption over the outfit. Uh, whether you see um, Captain Allen and, and Archer kind of rematch and everything, but this one is the one where it has all the story about it. Um, the promo videos as well that Damien and Zach Dynamite have put out have been just just amazing. Like I, it seems to be for Damien, and I apologise to him. I will apologise to him for this, but. He's, he's had a title for over a thousand days, and every time he's got a match, I always think, well, "This is it. This is this is his match. This is he's going to lose the belt this time." And then, oh, oh, he didn't. Okay, he'll lose the belt next time. But uh, and I was still thinking this for this match, and I possibly do. But after his promo he put out on YouTube, my God, I was like, "All right, okay, I think actually Damien might win because he put so much like passion into the promo, saying that that if he, if if." He always beat Zach, like you're saying. He always beat Zach Dynamite. He, he, he always came out on top. He always uh, was the best out of the two of them. And if Zach thinks he's he deserves it, he should do it one on one because he'll know that he can beat him legitimately, or he's got to get his friends to come out, and that'll just tell Damien that Zach knows he can't win alone. And it's just oh, it's beautiful. It's storytelling. It's wrestling. It's just the best. <laughs> uh, but no, I. I yeah, this is going to be, this going to be emotional. And then we've got our theories. So, with with a wrestler coming up from Perth, uh, and Alex Webb, and we're not putting too much pressure on Alex uh, if if it doesn't happen, uh, because his match will probably be first, so he won't get a chance to, to be booed at. Um, we're th- we're thinking, although we think that every show, Aspen Faith is going to turn up at Summerhill Showdown, um. Because he keeps putting out pictures of the venues on the night, which you know, stop it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Aspen Faith coming to Summerhill Showdown. Nobody is saying this theory other than myself, you, and Adam. Uh, what's what? Tell us your theory. Tell, tell us what's going to happen for oh. them to just just wrestle and just to go no <laughs> and just uh, well, scratch I, out. I mean, I think almost every show. The wrestlers won't have done in like the last however many years I've been going. I think I've always had some sort of theory that involves Aspen Faith winning the world title or undisputed title. That's that's really how my, my theories tend to go. But this is this was my theory for this for this show. So we have Damien and we have Dynamite. Dynamite's obviously been talking about how he's the the measuring stick. Um, you know he. It's essentially the he thinks he's the best thing ever um, in WrestleZone. Again, we've spoke about how it's emotional and all that. He's, he's kind of at this point where it's his year. You know, he's at a point where you know he's had so many chances. It was stripped away from him because of COVID, all that sort of stuff. So he finally wins the title. But obviously, we've got Anarchy coming up. Where do you go from there? So I'm thinking Dynamite wins the title. Following on from the match, again, there's multiple ways you could go about this. You know, pick pick your pick your uh, poison. You know, you could have him in the foundation of the future attacking Damien post match. You could have Dynamite cutting a promo after the match, um, talking about how he's the best. He's the the best wrestler to come out of the northeast. No one can match him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, either way. And here's the idea. I understand this is in the Summerhill Hotel, right? So you can't do it to the way my artistic brain wants it done, right? So in an ideal world, lights out, right? 
but we're not going to get that, right? So someone hits the ring. We're all going, who's this? Who's hit the ring? What's going on? Whether it's a beatdown or it's a promo, comes in, interrupts, attacks, um, Zack Dynamite. We're all going, who's that? They're in a hoodie. Um, what's that? Hits the chop lariat. We're like, wait a minute. We know who that is. Aspen Faith pulls off the hood. Place goes mental. Um, or at least me, you, and Mark go mental. Um, he then gets on the mic himself, declares himself in the Regal Rumble. He's coming for the title. Whoever holds it by anarchy, it's going to be his afterwards. And that's where you leave it. And again, there's multiple ways you could go about it. You know, it doesn't have to be done to, to my word. But um, any other, no pressure on wrestling, right? But any other outcome to this show uh, would be a disappointment to me. You sat, sat with us when, when uh, they were announcing the guest one year for, for Aberdeen Anarchy and I was determined it was Kurt Angle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle has come in and it revealed it was like Hurricane. It was just still a cool get, but I was like, oh. You know, my favourite moment of disappointment, um, which is, is quite sad that I've got favourite moments of disappointment from you, um, is it was one year at the Northern Hotel. I can't remember what show it was. must have been, might have been Battle of the Nations. But Aspen was wrestling Cabana for Discovery that day, and he was meant to be in the main event, and we thought yeah. he was winning the title. So we're sitting there on Aspen Faith t-shirts, front row, so. and then um, Clunas comes on the mic. Um, the main event's now going to be a triple threat because Aspen Faith isn't going to be here. And we're just like that. What? And just the, it was like Ralph Wiggum's heartbreaking. Uh, Aspen's got that, that, uh, that down quite well, um, especially the Kelly reminds me of the Rumble all the time because the only time she's seen me almost cry at a wrestling show when he when he fell out the ring uh, when he slipped on the apron and fell out and I was I thought he was going to win because he was in the final three I think at that point or final four and I thought he was going to win and I went over the top rope took two steps and then fell out the ring and Kelly's like I can't believe you almost cried I was like it was emotional it was a it was it was a time I was I wasn't ready for it. I thought he was going to win. I'd already, I was just, it was, it was a bad time. And uh, just when you hear it back on the Vagal podcast, or no, it was in the podcast I did with Aspen, where he mentioned it and, and knew that only one, one person, at least one person would react to that moment. And it was going to be me. Fucking got it right. Because I was, I was, I was literally tears in my eyes because I was determined he was winning. Um, so maybe if I do miss the Rumble this year, that'll be the one he wins, you know, oh. out of spite. Well, here's here's why it's the perfect story. Obviously, he's coming back. Him and Dynamite, you know, they're going for each other. Again, there's there's multiple angles to this, right? But one, Aspen Faith, terrible at rumbles. And that's the first thing he needs to overcome to get to the title, right? So you've got that. Put him in at number one. Have the full, the full oh, story. Oh, that's the dream. Right? Then, if he wins the title, he's the first Triple Crown champion. You're right. Oh, it seems there. There's so many different because ultimately, what makes you the top dog in wrestling? You've won everything. You've won it all. No one else has done it. Even Scotty Swift's not done it, unless he wins the tri counties before then. No one's done it. That's, so yeah, what we're saying is WrestleZone. If uh, Aspen's not back, he doesn't win the title. Arbnyanke. What's the point? <laughs> I just, I just love the idea of uh, Aspen listening to this. Knowing that, like, come Saturday night, he's just gonna be sitting in his house playing Fortnite. Yeah, 
Is that, I'm not even going to be there. I'm not even going to be in Aberdeen. I'll check my, uh, my PlayStation app beforehand, just before the show, to see if he's logged in. Just go, oh, fuck, he's logged in. No, it's, when you, it's when you see photos of Alex Webb getting on the Megabus, and you go, no, oh, no. <laughs> so when, in your head, when you're seeing the lights, we, we've, I think we're speaking about that Aspen possibly returning more than the actual show itself, which is a yeah. disservice to the, the card, because it is fantastic. But we're also in the same mind of it's sold out. So it's not like we're trying to convince people to buy a ticket to go because they've they've got their ticket, they're going. Um, but yeah, so in your mind, when when you is, is it Drew coming back at ICW and but just with Aspen's face on it, like he, he comes lights out, he comes through, he's got the hood over, and then and reveals instead of Drew's face, it's it's Aspen's. Pretty much, um, that mixed with Triple H coming back in early two thousands when he's got the denim jacket with the leather jacket. Um, that um, John Cena coming back at the Royal Rumble 2008 um, that um, CM Punk coming back to AEW imagine all those but combined that, that's what it would be Austin coming back during the invasion when he became the old Stone Cold you know just all the biggest exactly. biggest pops in the world and uh, literally I think like there'll be, there'll be three of us like like say and, and Adam as well just four people in the crowd just going absolutely mental and there'll be It'll be Kelly on my side going, but I don't, I don't get this. And then Kaylee going, fuck's sake, this is. He didn't react like this when Vago came out, and uh, <laughs> and, and hopefully, uh, um, um, Brian Battensby gets a gets a, a photo of it. If if it does happen, if it, well, it'll just be like just three of us taps off, just going. <laughs> but here's how you know it'll happen or not, right? See if. I mean. It, if he is coming back, which we're, we're putting a lot of effort in the fact he might be coming back, which he might not be. There's nothing to suggest that We're going to look like right idiots on Sunday. <laughs> but, right, the thing is, if he, if he is coming back, right, the way you'll know, like, regardless of where it is in the show, if it's the way we say it, then it'd be perfect. But if it's anywhere in the show, if at any point you just see loads of, like, wrestlers like Vago and all that, uh, just poking their head out the curtain, just looking at us, and then Clunas looking at us, that's when you'll know it's happening. Um, I feel like our reactions would be the biggest seller at the curtain than yeah. anything else. Yeah, that's yeah. We're, we're the draw uh, for that particular moment. Uh, yeah, I, 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 was, uh, I was excited for the show, and now the more we're speaking about it, the more excited I am. Because, like you say, it's it's been ages, been longer for me because Elgin, uh, because I couldn't go last time, and oh, it's just wrestlers was just the case. It's, it seems so so boring and cliche to say, and I say it most podcasts. I think I think it's just that this is the point. This is why we're going because it creates all these thoughts and emotions and makes us want to see more of it. And uh, even if if we even if all the matches aren't so good, which I mean by this card, I can't see any of them being anything less than uh, fantastic. Uh, no pressure, guys. But uh, I mean, I mean. Yeah, there's there's no matches there that I'm going. Well, oh, this will be the one where I'll just go nip for a, a pee. I'll go to the the get a drink, or I don't know if they do drinks. At the, well, I must do. It's, a, it's do. a hotel, so of course it'll be licensed. But um, I won't be able to go for a, a a beer, or I won't be able to go for a pee because I need to see all these matches happen. Um, I don't know if I'm going to enter the raffle. I think I need to retire on top, uh, with the raffle, because that was the first and only one I've ever won, and not that that. And I can see why people thought it was a fix, because because I never win the raffles, um, so I think I might need to retire on top of that. But uh, 
yeah, it was it was just so much fun. It's it's WrestleZone. It's wrestling. It's uh, just going to be bloody great. So I, I mean, everyone's got a ticket that needs to have a ticket. Let's go in. But if there's any any other reason that people needed to, if they've got a ticket and they can't, oh oh, actually everyone, if you've gotten this far, well done. But uh, yeah. Have you got your lateral flow tests all ordered and ready to go? Well, I'm going to sound like a hoarder here, right? And I understand there's been a lack of lateral flow tests, but this is not my doing. I've got like 15 boxes of lateral flow tests, which come with like eight tests each in my cupboard downstairs um, because when they were doing the Euro fan zone, um, if you bought a ticket, they sent you a lateral flow test box. I had 15 separate tickets. So they sent me, and the postie had to deliver each one. So I came downstairs one day, and there was just a pile of lateral flow tests at my door. So I'm lateral flow test to do my nut. If anyone wants me to bring any, let me know. I'll I'll be on hand. No, it'll be typical. Uh, it, it will be Aspen returns. It will just like take tests in the morning, and we'll both be positive, and we can't go. <laughs> it'll be it'll be it'll be like four empty seats. <laughs> I mean, I hate to break it to you, Billy, but I would be there in a bubble. I'd be like Bart Simpson in the bubble, just like um, I'm just like texting in the morning, just like guys, can you just make sure that there's enough space for me in my bubble? Just rolling in, just wearing a, like a motorcycle helmet or something, just to. <laughs> I, there'll, be, there'll be no breath here. There'll be no nobody will be able to. Yeah, it's it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be a very tense like half an hour after you do the wee drops and going one line. Just need one line, one line, please, just one, and then yeah, that's. It must be how women feel with pregnancy tests. Well, it may, it may be the opposite way, but they're, I think they're aiming for two. <laughs> but, it, it depends on your outlook, I guess. <laughs> well, that is that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is true, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're the morning after, uh, the night before, we were sitting there going, come on, come on, come on, do I need to get an air pill? Um, yeah, so, yeah, people need to lateral flow in the morning, apparently. Uh, I will do it, but I'll be scared. And need to wear a mask throughout. Um, so I don't know if... if, if uh, I've still got my wrestling mask somewhere. I think Kelly tried to hide it last time. Because it's it's very on brand. As in it's just a massive wrestling sign on my face. Um, so I'll, I'll have that in, in tow. And uh, I can't, yeah, it's going to be so, so much fun. So as, as always, I'm really shite at wrapping up podcasts. So uh, for the, the roundup of the show, though, we've got Mickey Vago versus Ronan King in the pre-show. Bagel's going to fuck off somewhere and uh, never come back and because he's big league and everyone. Alex Webb against Brian Tucker. Connor Malloy and Crusher Crave versus Caleb Valhalla and William Sterling. The Outfit versus Omar Mohammed and Scotty Swift. Mr. P and Sean Johnson versus the Foundation of the Future. Uh, Wrestles on Tri-Counties Championship. Chris Archer versus Captain Alan Sterling. Undisputed Wrestles on Championship. Damien versus Dak Dynamite. Uh, doors open at 6pm. Again, don't know why I'm telling you because you've already got a ticket. Uh, bell time 7 p.m. or just when everyone is in. Um, match of the night, what's your pick? Um, Damien Dynamite, I think. Even without any theories involved, it's going to be a, a quality match. Yeah, I'm absolute agreement as well. I think that's that's going to be the one where we're uh, we'll unfortunately have to to subject our other halves to all of our our theories and moments uh, about the whole match afterwards. It'll probably be like 40 minutes long, and I'll I mean. That'll just be us speaking about it. Um, yeah, that's 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 the one that's that sell, sold most of the tickets because that was the one that was announced first. Three years in the making. Damien Zach Dynamite. Can't wait. 
where can people find? Uh, I can even call you this King of Strong Styles. I think it's the first time. I mean, I've called you it now, but I think it's the first time that I've taken this long to call you it. Uh, where can you, they find the King of Strong Kyle on the social media and the podcast, all that kind of Twitch and stuff? Uh, well, Kyle, what UK on uh, all social medias, um, even TikTok now. I've changed. I managed to change my TikTok to Kyle, what UK. I got it. Um, it was taken by me, but I locked myself out the other account. Um, so yeah, on everything YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, whatever you want. Um, and obviously, we've got the the K and K Wrestle Factory which we're going to be doing the Summer Hill review um, and then we're going to be taking a bit of a break and coming back with a kind of rebrandy thing. So look out for that in the in the near future. Excellent. So yeah, we're back onto the, the wars of the podcast between KK Wrestle Factory, uh, SWM Podcast and uh, Mickey Vago's Mosh Pit. Uh, we'll have to see who comes out on top. Like I say, I'm only caring about the demo. That's the most important thing. Um, as long as the, I think my demo is like 35. 35s to 40s which is older than me but anyway yeah anyway but anyways you can follow me i don't do my social media plugs i'll do it because you have uh you can follow us swnscotland.com that's our website you can follow me at scott resnet you can tag my personal account strack 114 all you want i barely check that account uh, i'm mostly on at scott resnet everywhere so you can find me on instagram i don't put a lot up on i'm really bad at social media but twitter find me on twitter that's the best place i'll be there most of the time um, I mean, I'll be working for Twitter. Uh, and that's it. So, yeah, WrestleZone Summerhill Showdown coming this Saturday. As of release, it'll be tomorrow. Hopefully, absolutely bursting card. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, stay tuned for uh, a follow-up WrestleRoots podcast on Sunday or Monday, where Aspen Faith does not turn up and I have a wee cry and a whinge for an hour. And Kelly has to, to comfort her whingy man-child of a husband. So, look forward to it, guys. Have a good one.